several surprises. Number one, I would say is that younger participants were more interested in retirement income than, than any of us involved in the study expected. Hi, I'm Brian Anderson with 401k Specialist, and this is the 401k Specialist Podcast. Our friends at Invesco recently released a voluminous new study exploring 401k plan participant and plan sponsor preferences for generating long-term retirement income. There were some rather surprising findings, including that only a very small percentage of 401k participants are confident in their ability to generate a retirement income strategy on their own. And perhaps not so surprisingly, a majority of participants are worried they will run out of money in retirement. We're going to get into a discussion about this right after a quick message from our sponsor, Invesco. Participants today view retirement differently, driven by their personal experiences, goals, and financial resources. With only 22% confident they can develop an income strategy to turn their savings into income, Invesco's in-depth retirement income research further solidified that every employee's situation is unique with no clear-cut behaviors across generations, income levels, and or gender. To learn more, visit Invesco.com backslash retirement income. To dive into some of the biggest surprises uncovered in the new research, our guest today is Greg Jenkins, Managing Director and Head of Institutional Defined Contribution at Invesco. Greg can help us understand where employee knowledge stands regarding retirement income planning and the top concerns they have so advisors and plan sponsors can better support the transition from retirement savings to retirement income in their plans. Welcome, Greg. Thanks, Brian. It's great to be on with you today. All right. Well, there's a whole lot to unpack here. What are some of the more uh, surprising findings, some of the things that go against conventional wisdom where plan sponsor or industry think differs from what participants actually say they are looking for? Well, yeah, we did find some surprises. Uh, In this study, we worked with Greenwald Research. We surveyed 1,000 plan participants from large plans, uh, 10 plan sponsors, or excuse me, 100 plan sponsors, and conducted 12 focus groups. And the focus groups are key because they really give you a sense of why participants responded the way they did in the survey. And it gives you a a window into how they think. We depended more on the focus groups than ever in the study because retirement income is complicated. Uh, It's hard. It's really hard to capture the full picture or it would have been hard without them. Um, Several surprises. Number one, I would say is that younger participants were more interested in retirement income than, than any of us involved in the study expected. Participants in their 30s and 40s said they wanted to learn about their options. And I think part of this is because the idea of retirement is changing and the concept of, of what that looks like is changing with younger participants. And so a lot of them are told us they were thinking about the second chapter in their life or a second career. And so wanting to know how their current DC plan was going to turn into uh, retirement income was really important to them. Also, um, in our study, we found 83% of participants ranked the DC plan as their top source of retirement income, uh, ranking well ahead of Social Security at 63% and defined benefit plans and other savings down at 23%. The real surprise was um, even uh, among the participants covered by a DB plan, still 79% said that the DC plan was their top expected source of income in retirement. So that was uh, that was really interesting. Didn't didn't expect that result. All right. 
Um, I also thought it was interesting that the study found that about eight in 10 plan sponsors said that they provided communications and or education about turning retirement savings into a regular stream of income, but fewer than four in 10 employees remembered receiving these types of communication. Why the disconnect? Well, I think it's because marketing to participants is tough. You have to have a strategy. You have to use multiple channels over time, and it just takes a while for messages to sink in. The concept of nudging is really important here. There's been academic research on nudging and how effective it is. And the participants we talked to said that they liked getting a nudge from their employer on retirement planning. So I think that's something that plan sponsors can leverage. I also think this is further evidence, again, of why we need to start the retirement income conversation early. Okay. Uh, Another one of the the findings that surprised me was that uh, an overwhelming 80% of 401k participants favorably viewed automatic enrollment into a retirement income solution. That's pretty compelling. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what's behind this strong interest? Yeah, so many in the industry think that in order for retirement income in the big picture, uh, in-plan retirement income solutions to be successful, there needs to be a default path. We tested two variations of auto-enrollment into retirement income. One was a fairly blunt message that used the words auto-enrollment. The other was a little bit softer uh, using the word transition. Even the blunt language poured well, and the softer approach got an 88% approval rating. I think that many current participants were auto-enrolled into their plans. They may have auto-escalation, and so they're becoming more comfortable with these features. People are you know, becoming more accustomed to this, and in focus groups, participant remarked that Auto enrollment is is a good idea because it gets people on the right track. I think um, there was a recognition that everyone knows how distracted they are and that they don't focus on financial issues enough. And that this was a good idea for people who weren't paying attention. The key, of course, with any auto feature, both practically and, and legally, really, is the ability to opt out. As long as you have that, we found that most participants are okay with it. All right. Uh, The research delved into how employees perceive guaranteed lifetime income and non-guaranteed monthly income withdrawal solutions, but the kicker is that the actual vehicle doesn't matter so much to them. It's uh, more about reliability and flexibility. What are the key takeaways for uh, plan advisors from this? Yeah, great question. The analogy I like to use, Brian, is is buying a plane ticket. You know, all of us, when when we book a trip, we look at the cost and the time of the flight, do we care where the plane is an Airbus or a Boeing? Not really. Uh, do we check to see whether the plane has GE or Rolls-Royce engines? No. Uh, and this is exactly what we found with retirement income. People just want to get there. They want reliable income to cover their basic living expenses. And most of all, they want flexibility and reasonable fees. They didn't care much about whether it was an insurance-based product or an investment-based withdrawal-type product. The financial engineering is really not what's important to people. Uh, In the focus group, the word we kept hearing was flexibility. And the number one reason that flexibility is important, people pointed out, was unexpected health care costs. You know, health care expenses in retirement are something that every American has to face. And uh, and we definitely heard that uh, in our focus groups as well. Okay. Uh, one of the underlying findings in the research was that employees would be uh, more likely to stay in their DC plans if they focus more on retirement income. 
What are some of the things that uh, plan sponsors can do to encourage participants to stick around in the plan after retirement? Yeah, we found that 77% of employers in our survey uh, said they wanted to keep retiree assets in the plan. Now, keep in mind, these are larger plan sponsors. And so as you go down market, you'll, you'll probably see less of this, but we do see this as a trend and it will likely you know, work its way into mid-sized plans as well. Uh, we've looked at this in a couple of studies and found that promoting competitive fees in the plan is one of the most powerful things and one of the most appreciated things that a plan sponsor can do uh, to help convince people to stay and promote the value of the plan. Plan sponsors work really hard to get the lowest fees possible. And we found that where we feel like uh, some plan sponsors aren't advertising that enough. Participants aren't getting the message, or at least some of them aren't. And also providing access to a retirement income program that wouldn't be available to participants on their own uh, can be really powerful as well. And we saw that uh, in the survey as well as in the focus group. Okay. Well, we've covered a lot here and uh, there's no way we're, no we're going to be able to cover it all in this short podcast. But uh, are there any more uh, key takeaways for advisors that come to mind from this new study? Yeah, I think um, one is on portability. Uh, portability, we found, is a much more complex issue uh, than we thought, and perhaps not as much of a hurdle for the in, for the you know the industry to get over. Um, per, first of all, no one can agree what portability means, and we saw a variety of definitions from plan sponsors as well as participants on that topic. But overall, participants told us that. If an in-plan retirement income program was flexible and had reasonable fees, they were just fine with leaving their money in the plan. So that was a, that was a bit of a surprise and I think a positive uh, indicator. All right. Greg Jenkins of Invesco, that is exactly what we're looking for. Thanks for sharing your insights today on the 401k Specialist Podcast. Well, thanks, Brian. Uh, again, great to be here. Thank you very much.